Fucking hell. He looks like Chucky. Jesus Christ. He looks like uh, Mick Hucknall if Mick Hucknall was a woman. And he, Carrot Top, made loads of money. He was doing like a Las Vegas residency. Even though it's shit, all he does is like get props out of a fucking. If you saw that at the fringe, you'd think this is just some some open mic nonsense. He gets props out of a box and he's all like, oh, this is. But it can't be that shit, surely. That's pretty. I've watched. I mean. Fair, fair enough. That's that type of comedy. Okay, sure pun man. For that <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> Woo! Here we are. Welcome to the Three Speech Podcast. Uh, we're here as ever with uh, me, Mister Hate Crime, and to my right and to your left on the screen, we've got the Beijing Sensation, Mister <laughs> Nico Yeard. Gang, we born to fly, baby. Zip zap. And behind the desk, as ever, it's the producer extraordinaire, the Gorilla Vanilla, Mooch Michaels. <laughs> Mooch, how are you? Mooch. That that was a that was a weird intro. Yeah. Darius was, is good at the intro. I was to trying be to be like Darius, but it doesn't work when I try to be like Darius. He he's good at the intros. Yeah, actually. he's good at he's that, good at hyping a room. Yeah. You know who's good at hyping a room? Who? The guy um Jordan at Top Secret. Jordan. Yeah. A comedian. No, the guy who does the front desk. His intros are sick. He could be like the next Bruce, um, Bruce, Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer. Who's Bruce intro. Buffer? And still, let's get ready to rumble. Oh right, yeah, that. That's yeah, the, the boxing announcer guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or the UFC guy. He does UFC as well. Right. Jordan. D- didn't, did, did say, he's he's got two different ones, doesn't he? Though, like, there's the UFC version, and then there's the. Uh, boxing one because there's let's get ready to rumble is the boxing one what's the UFC one what do they say there I can't remember yeah. but it's different th- sports have got different different styles because you couldn't do that on tennis like you couldn't be the umpire be like let's get ready to rumble and then it's like you know Martina Navratilova versus <laughs> Serena Williams yeah. well, it could be a rumble but yeah. nah Jordan's <laughs> intros are sick man like he gets the crowd going he's like Top secret, are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the stage. It makes a big difference. Yeah, oh my, he's sick. 100%. Right? Yeah. Who, who else do you have there who are like uh, to, to do the intros? What? Let's rate them, rank them out. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I like, I like all the staff there, but Jordan's intro is exceptional. Yeah. Anyway, that's the that's the intro. Let's get some. Let's get get onto some juicy. Three speech. Are you ready? Juicy stuff. <laughs> Three speech. Are you ready to see somebody fall off a bus shelter? <laughs> We're going straight in. We're not. <laughs> can we watch? Can we watch the bus shelter one? I've, I've only watched so it we twice. Just, we just had Notting Hill Carnival yesterday. Yeah, but this was the day before. This was yeah. So uh, I don't know if this. I need start to... it from the top. Yeah. Start it from the top. Here we go. Two point six million views. People like this. Oh. <laughs> it's like uh, you know in a game show. You know that game show where people just drop through the hole. Yeah, it's like a that. million pound drop. This is, um, yeah. <laughs> this is Squid Games. <laughs> this is, yeah. Why? I mean, how could you think that was a good idea? Yeah. That is yeah, it's absolute. funny though. Yeah, it's funny. But to be honest, I, I, if I was at Carnival and I was, if I had four or five gas bombs in me, yeah, I'd be bang up there because you just you think it's kind of like used to that. But there was a lot of people no, that's on there. Too many people, man. Yeah, yeah. That's a, 
I think it's a good design of bus shelters that if you get lots of people on them, they collapse. That, yeah. that punishes the sort of people who At climb onto was, a bus shelter. He didn't show the actual beginning of that because... It was just one lady at first, and she yeah. was having a great time. <laughs> well, there's other people who are having, and then people started climbing and climbing. And there climbing. are other people who are having but great first times. It was just one at girl. carnival. Look at this. There's somebody in a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's <laughs> well, yeah, fun. Yeah. I, I used to go to carnival all the time, man. And is it fun? Yeah. If you take MDMA, everything is fun. Uh, and we used to take lots of MDMA and just wander around and it's great. I went to a barbecue that was in Notting Hill when Carnival was on and it was mad how many cans were on the ground. I mean, I was carrying, I drank a, a can of juice or something on the tube and I was walking around, like on the way to the barbecue, I was looking for somewhere to put my can. I was like, man, I'm just, I'm crunching over. This is like the, the Cambodian killing fields, but instead of skulls, they've got like yeah. cans of red stripe. I was like, I should just drop this in the ground. But there's something inside me I couldn't, even though it would have obviously been fine. Mess, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't drop it. Yeah. Couldn't force my, my arm to let go. The thing is, the problem with Carnival is that it's a, a moving procession. So you're going to get a lot of, you know, litter scattered everywhere. It's going to be harder to clean yeah. up. You're, you're walking past cars and stuff. So it can cause more damage but it gets a bad rep because of the racial element as well. But if you, you put if you put that in a, a field... Yeah, it's the same as... If you put that in a field, yeah. you know, there's less damage to cars, there's less litter scattered I, everywhere. I've so got no problem. You get I'd, what I'm saying? I'd, but people, yeah. Are there other carnivals in, in London? Um, Pride, I guess. There's Pride March. Yeah. There's... Are there other... The only no, other no. things I can think of that are comparable are like, you know, when people were marching against lockdown. Yeah. yeah. There's boat race, I suppose. That's kind of a thing all along the river, like a big thing. I don't know. But yeah, yeah but we're talking about a procession with trucks and music. And yeah, look, I, I don't, I don't, I, for, for the amount of litter and stuff, there's no way you're going to have enough bins and shit. So I kind of get it. You just, the, the streets are going to get messy and then yeah. they get cleaned up. I don't think that's a, a big issue. I think it's even easier doing it in the middle of London where we've got someone who can just come around and clean up rather than doing it in the middle of a field where, or a park where it's mm. just going to get fucked and, you know. You Why is it Notting Hill? Because uh, that's where it used to, like, I think that was where the uh, Caribbean community the used to live. Caribbean right. Community. In Labbrook Grove and all Back that. My, par my parents before genuinely. It, before it got super mega, mega stupid, like. Because it's posh. Yeah, yeah. super posh now. Because, like, my parents had a, a end of terrace townhouse in Notting Hill. I'm not even joking. And they genuinely, like, sold it in the 70s for, I think it was, like, £24,000 or something. That was an error yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like that, that that used to be your opening joke no no it still is yeah. it still is i'm, I'm you know I don't, I don't like writing new jokes you still haven't got an overt uh, <laughs> no nah, but like man that's 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 like that that house would have earned more than everybody in my family <laughs> yeah. times 10 you know what i mean yeah that's crazy we could have just do not they, worked do they regret it Oh yeah! Look back and oh yeah, they bought, they bought a house in uh, Dumfries that <laughs> probably went down in value. You know what I mean? You could have bought Dumfries for what it's worth. Yeah, it's my joke. Oh, is it? That's <laughs> <laughs> Not obvious at all. <laughs> you know when you just telegraph it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, have you anyone been to any of the other carnivals like uh, Rio or anything like that? No, too I've been to too noisy Barbados Carnival. We what's, have a great carnival. What's that like? <laughs> you just it's called Prop Over. 
And I know it's just it's, it's the same thing, but better organized. Oh, so the one shots in, fired. The one in Barbados is better organized than the one in London. Yeah, the the capital of like. And, it, and it's bigger. It's a cultural thing. We, we, it's, it's something bigger. that we always had. Yeah. Yeah. It's more than more people bigger. Yeah. And crop over. Is it like related to farming? Or and I, and everyone is in because what it was it was a celebration of um, the cane crops had been chopped and right. everything. So it's a celebration of having cut all the canes and whatnot, and yeah. the slaves would just have a party. High. Right. So the, so then it just carried on, and then they brought costumes into it, and yeah, so it's a big procession, and the bands are better organized. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's a good Do you ever thing. get sugar cane and just drink the juice out of it? Well, we, we would peel it and suck it. Yeah, because my, my dad brought sugar cane. I don't know where he got it, but he brought sugar cane that home one time. From his selling of the house in Notting Hill, he just bought a lot of sugar cane. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is in Scotland. So I, I was born in, born in Scotland, but he brought it. There must have been some supermarket in Dumfries that got like a shipment of sugar cane. They must have intercepted it mm. on the way somewhere. But like, uh, but yeah, we got sugar cane. It was, it was cool. It was like big bamboo. But like, uh, yeah, you could like, there's all this sweet juice. Yeah, sometimes at school, people will leave school and go into cane field and break cane and peel it and suck it. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's delicious. Delicious. It's the original Mars bar. It's like scrumping for apples. <coughs> but with sugar cane. Sugar back in the day was a luxury good though. Yeah, there was wars over that yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, like uh, it wasn't until um, the sort of Caribbean cane sugar that like lots of sugar became available in UK, in the UK. And it was still like a luxury thing. So the first... And the All the rich people will have sugar. Mm. People will have like literally like jars of sugar, and that would yeah. be worth a lot of money. And that was like a status symbol. Yeah, sugar, spice, things like that. Gold. They're mm. comparable w to women gold. wanted men with diabetes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I was born in the wrong. Yeah, era. and like then you started getting for the first time, and uh, like there was mass dental problems yeah. with people because all of a sudden they were getting all this sugar in their diet. Was there no dental problems before? I imagine. Yeah, well, but I mean, obviously, sugar sort of you know exacerbates yeah, it a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then the first transplants, the first ever human transplants, were um, people trying to tr transplant teeth because if you put someone else's tooth, yeah, rotten out, in your in yeah. where you you've had your tooth pulled out, that tooth will live for a bit before you, like your body rejects it because it's foreign protein or whatever. So people <laughs> would go down to the poorhouse, like dentists or whatever, go down to the poorhouse and pay some tramp like you know a few shillings for his tooth. And like some rich guy, because he'd been eating sugar, like his mm. tooth had rotten and been pulled out. So they'd stick the tramp's tooth in the rich guy's uh, mouth and he'd have a, have a tooth for like, you know, a few weeks, but then it'd always like, you know, get rejected by the body or whatever and just die. But because it was like from some tramp in the poor house, it would quite often have like, you know, all these like bloodborne diseases and then sticking the tooth in the, guy, the rich guy's mouth meant the rich guy would get like typhus and syphilis and all this yeah. bullshit. So uh, it turned out to be a but it was, it was the, the equivalent of the Pfizer vaccine. <laughs> in the there we 1600s. go. <laughs> Demonetized. <laughs> no, I think uh, I think there's some changes that got made. So now you can say that the vaccine doesn't always protect against COVID or something like that. Right. I like it. I like it. You're wording that so carefully. Well, I, like, I, a, like I was. I'm. I'm not sure exactly what it was. I just saw something. So I yeah, don't, I don't want to spout fake news yeah. yeah i think i saw something like that but yeah we don't know how far it reaches mm. yeah or what it covers but back in the day it was madness with medical procedures because like barbers used to be surgeons 
And that was only because <laughs> they had sharp tools. <laughs> it's crazy. Fucking it's hell. Yeah. Fucking like, this guy's hell. got scissors. Let's go there, yeah. man. Like, randomly do surgery. And it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, they, 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 uh, you, get, you get your wound. It'd be all, like, sewn up. But there'd be bits of hair sticking out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> somebody drop a heart and it roll across the floor and come up looking like a fucking guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> and that's... that. The thing was also... The barber sign apparently would be bandages that they put blood bandages that no around that white way. thing to let them know. I that, always hey, wondered why it was white. And yeah, yeah. White and red hell. To let them know, like, hey, you can come here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. one that's all all red. You <laughs> probably want to avoid that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, need a limb removed. I was what I, I, I was up in Edinburgh and we did a a little bus tour and there, there was like a. A thing where they, they were talking about the grave robbers as well like back yeah. in the day that's how they used to um uh sort of learn about the human anatomy like yeah. they would have to you know have bodies donated but people wouldn't donate them all the time so people would just go and rob graves for it and it was quite, quite yeah. a lucrative sort of yeah yeah industry yeah and then they'd like practice the the surgery on the cadavers and stuff now you yeah. can donate your body to, to medical science also there's like uh, medieval battles that they know that like tens of thousands of people died or whatever but they they can't find the bodies and what it is is uh grave robbers would go and steal the bodies like but all the bodies and get their bones uh, for use as fertilizer. So apparently, human bones. This way in Ukraine, there's that saying. You know, our our corn grows so strong because it's fertilized with the the bones of everybody who tries to invade our land. That's a lovely saying. <laughs> Let's yeah. get, get some more of that Ukrainian wheat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like yeah, Flanders or whatever. I, I don't know uh, Waterloo. I, I'm I don't know I'm making making these ones up. But medieval battles, <laughs> Borodino. Medieval battles, they'd uh, they'd get all the bones and um, and I think you, you you bake them and then grind them up and it's it's bone meal fertilizer. So this the is marrow. This is uh, this is um, oh, what have we got there? Don't want to have that up. Um, this is something I saw the other other day. Like uh, we had a, a Ukrainian comic on, and this, does she show her tits? Yeah. So basically, you can donate money. Uh, How much at, do you have to donate? I don't know, but basically, it's it's OnlyFans, but for to support Ukrainian troops. Oh, so no, like oh. you, you send some money. I don't want that guy to show us his tits. We don't have to. Is that Andrew Tate? <laughs> yeah, it looks like Andrew Tate. He's about to criticize. He's going to say how how Ukraine should have uh, dealt with Russia. Oh wow. Ukraine had a had Should a we big donate to well how much have you got to donate I don't care yeah let's yeah donate <laughs> let's just see donate for Donetsk donate for Donetsk uh yeah so like that that's it's mad that they've got like a, uh, a so Ukraine so I I send money and who's gonna show me their tips I, I, I think you can choose I get to choose I hope so otherwise it's it's kind of I would be supporting Russia if I got like this dude's one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I want to see Mitch. Uh, I'm not dude. ready for that jelly. Yeah, I don't think you're ready for that jelly. But yeah, no, it's it's uh, I, it's quite interesting. What countries do you think would do I like well? Like this is interesting. Yeah, <laughs> looking at tits is interesting. Well, yeah, I want to go to nude warrior. Who's well, nude? Ukrainian women are um, are are quite fit. Yeah, I, Eastern European women are quite fit. If Samoa had a uh, like something like this, Samoa's at war. Do you think actually Samoa? They'd, I don't think they'd need a. They're quite tough cunts, aren't they? So yeah, I wouldn't. I don't want to shit on them. 
I don't want to have a Freddie Quinn moment here. I'm just going <laughs> to back out of this one. And all women are beautiful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, geez. oh, wow. That's funny. Oh, yeah. So Freddie Quinn is... Uh, were we talking about it on the podcast before? I don't think we talked about it. So Fre Freddie Quinn basically went on uh, He went on another podcast and he said um, he said he liked Muslim... Uh, well, he was sexually attracted to Muslim women. He liked having sex with them. Uh, because he just liked the idea of uh, him having sex with them bringing shame on their family. <laughs> I like when he says it, it's funny, all right? No, it is funny. It is funny. It's definitely funny. Yeah, it's funny, but it's like, funny bit, it's kind it, of... It's also, okay, you now have a fatwa on you, Freddie. <laughs> He's going to make the obvious joke. About fat. <laughs> Freddie's a bit... <laughs> Freddie drives a Mercedes. I probably, fuck, I shouldn't be doxing his car. But I was talking to him, yet, was it yesterday or two days ago? And he's he, he's got a nice car. Nice. Yeah. What's the number plate? <laughs> he works at Cricklewood B&Q. Uh, oh, yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> I was just going to say. Oh, yeah. No, he's he was on uh, GM TV GNB today as well, isn't he? Right. For something. What he's Is he becoming a, a new television darling? He got, man, he got hundreds of death threats for that for that joke. It's, uh, yeah, it's nuts. He, do, he seems completely unbothered by it as well. Well, Whereas you were scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because like, Leo wanted to back out of the podcast. I, don't, I, don't, yeah, I, was, I was fucking, I was wearing a, like fake glasses with a mustache and stuff. <laughs> you look like Darius. Yeah. <laughs> Salt Bay. Yeah. But yeah, man, like, uh, the thing is, like, all you need is like, one crazy guy. Yeah. I mean, or, you're not, I mean, I say one crazy guy, an entire uh, religion. Yeah, organized one of them to to sort of yeah yeah no like the blow the guy was guy was trying to blow up liverpool maternity hospital you know what i mean these are these aren't reasonable Who? people pretty queen no no this uh, <laughs> this other guy uh, like, he, you know, i am a big fan of islam though why and i, I honestly you were going to convert yeah i'm you? thinking about why? converting eventually one day when why? i when i get my life in order why i just like the the discipline of it. What do you mean, discipline? Of Islam. Yeah, but what, what is the discipline? They're praying, not, they're not eating meat, they're having structure in, in your life. Well, you just have and, structure and in your life. I, well, I can't. Well, well why do you think Islam's going to do it? How's Islam going to do it for you? Because you've got other people. Listen, if you want to wear a dress, just wear a dress. You know what I mean? You've got other people <laughs> we'll become to a, pray with. And to, why don't you become a Mormon? Why is it good to be I, Islam? I like Islam, it's cool. I like Islam. What the what is it about it the I like the the discipline the discipline and the structure of it. Why don't I you like... just do karate? Yeah, why don't you just do karate? I already like... do karate. Okay, how's that working out with? Yeah, it hasn't given me the discipline <laughs> I need. What do you think? What's different about Islam that's going to give you discipline? You just want another you'll, wife. The, the... You'll just be a lazy <laughs> want... Muslim. No, you'll be a lazy. I mean, at least look, at least you won't be blowing anything up. You'll be too fucking lazy. You'll miss the train. You'll miss the train to blow the train up. Uh, the praying five times a day. The fucking hell, you can't even do this podcast be, yeah. once a week. Like, you'll be like, oh, that's, but that's the whole point. Sorry, Allah, I've got to drop the kids off, sir. <laughs> got to do it later. That's the whole point. It will get me into a, a provider structure for me to become disciplined. Nah, I like it, man. Yeah, or have you considered becoming a U.S. Marine? No, that's, that would also provide discipline. That's too physically demanding. Oh, so you want something that's just the right? But like, I know, I know loads of Muslims, and they're not like everybody just picks and chooses what they what they what they like about the. That's religion. all religions. People. They don't know. Like I don't know any Muslim who like you know prays whatever it is five times a day or whatever. 
I mean, there's different degrees. Of it. Sometimes some Muslims uh, they have to wear leather socks and shit like that. <laughs> a bit they're of Darius. Yeah, they're not. They're not allowed to wear gold. There's He's wearing there's knee-hays. lots of different interpretations of of the Quran. Shout out right. to all the Muslim listeners. Well, most yeah. of them. Yeah, shout out to most of them. Most of them. Most of the Muslim listen- of listeners. Shout out to most of the listeners. <laughs> um, do we have many Muslim listeners? Jerkin? Some. Some. Yeah. Some. We got we got oh, Lu- Lewis. Lewis. Yep. Um, Darius calls him Louis, but Louis. yeah, we got him. Louis, 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 Louis. What else we got in the group? Amber we got Crombie. oh man, so Abercrombie and Fitch had this um, had this advert or whatever, and it's this fucking lassie. Oh man, bring it up, bring it up. We're talking about sugar and the effects of sugar. Uh, we were talking about pork. <laughs> and <laughs> the pork but, I have the pork. So on the right, on the right. So uh, yeah, oh yeah. So I mean. Would you, as as a Muslim, well, look, I think, it, I think this, no, I think this is a smart would move. I have, would I have more wives? Yeah, would you have more wives? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, your head wife uh, takes care of the other wives. I'm not sure my head wife would agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have discussed this with her before, actually, yeah. about the possibility of having more wives. Right. What did she, she say? Said she'd leave me if I <laughs> <laughs> if I were to marry others. <laughs> Uh, so this is the Abercrombie and Fitch model. Um, yeah, this is Abercrombie and Fitch uh, advertising the strength of their buttons. <laughs> I think this is quite clever because if you look at the advert on the right, they've had to employ one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven models, and now they've yeah. combined that yeah. into one. Yeah, and she's great. It, this doesn't even look like it's been like this. Looks like it's been taken on an iPhone. Yeah. And also, man, like, all right, you can have, like, plus size or whatever, but Jesus fucking Christ, come on. She looks like she should be wrestling in the 1980s. It's just insane. And she's, pr- she's quite pretty, though. Sort, sort of pretty, but she's got, like, this massive, like, gunt. Yeah. Like an arse on the front of her. It looks like she could sit down looking at you. She, yeah. But I look. So so I had posted this on um my gram, my Instagram, and there was some pushback from a few ladies <laughs> but my thing to them was i was not criticizing her body shape or size i do like big women but i was saying the principles behind it yeah. is that you should not be showing that as a healthy example you should not be showing that as something to aspire to yeah and abercrombie and fitch they're the most one of the most aspirational like fashion labels traditional they even uh, employ models in their shop to work in their shop you got to be a model yeah 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 and it's, now they're just like ah oh, let's have a fucking goblin it's you know interesting I mean? with the fashion industry it's gone from literally the pendulum from one side super yeah. anorexic super thin unhealthy yeah. now it's completely the other side yeah. where it's just complete like well, it's bigger, yeah, bigger, bigger. But, but I don't know if anorexic is that unhealthy. Like every like every I, no, time I, think, I talk to I every time I talk to a girl, she's like, "Oh, I used to have like an eating disorder, and I was so unhealthy." And they show you a picture, and you're like, "Yeah, I fucking smash that. You look brilliant." You know what I mean? Yeah, I l- listen. We, we all agree. But here's the thing. <laughs> here's, no, here, here's the thing. It's like any extreme is never good. Too I'm skinny like, is never good. Too fat right. is isn't too good. Somewhere in the middle is where you probably should be. But towards, that goes for everything. Towards the skinny spectrums side. Or, well, yeah. Towards the skinny side. But oh, and political, you political you spectrums on the right no. is the best. <laughs> the center is normally the, the, you know, where the truth lies. We're the, we're we the worst of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I... Uh, but to deny the, in you know, that 
that size could lead to health issues is yeah. is crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So we should celebrate people like, you know, working towards getting better or slimmer or whatnot. Yeah. But to celebrate that size for just celebrating it is doesn't make sense. I think yeah, I think it's it's, it's it's a fine line. So you've got to have inclusion to a certain degree, but I don't want all the models to look like that. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or so, any of them. Any of them to look like that. After, a few years ago, there was this sort of, it seemed like the, the female beauty ideal had gone to, instead of being skinny, it was strong. So you got all these like girls yeah, with total like, yeah. like, like fitness hot, models. Like fitness models. I mean, yeah. that, was, that, was, that was really hot. They were like much hotter than the like skinny anorexic catwalk girls and definitely hotter than the, the big fat ones. Now it seems to be like they're going for ugliness. They're going for actual fucking goblin ugliness. You well, know what she, I mean? She wasn't fit, as much said face wise. She's not ugly. But yeah, some of the other ones are just fucking bog face. monsters. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's an interesting sort of like it it's obviously works. Do you know what I mean? Because I don't think these companies would be doing it. Do you think but, they do it to no, get no, the I, I, I don't think it works. But, I, no, but I, a lot of these things are just plain. You know, look at me. Virtual signaling. A lot of it is that. I think it's. I think it. I think it the, does work. The pendulum I, will swim, swing back, uh, and you will go back to. No, the, and you're seeing it, it will with happen. We've seen it with a lot of things like Netflix. You know, they're like, oh, we're yeah. going to make all this woke stuff to make the world a better place. And everybody's like, I don't. I don't want really to fucking lecture that. Will, Same with this stuff. You will get pushed back. No. That, that this is a fad. I've stopped buying fad. Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> no, but it, it. I think it does work because, like, uh, I. When, where, and this may be a, a bit controversial, but uh, females, when they see that, they're more inclined to to eat, uh, eat some Ben and Jerry. No, no, be be sympathetic to that brand, but you don't see it with guys. You don't see guys with really big fat models. Jackamo has been doing it for years. But like, nah, big nah, fat. Nah, but, it's, but, but it's a fad. Get that your fat guy away. trousers that, that, here. Five, six years from now, you will not see that. Yeah. You will not see that. You there will, will be see. a pushback. There will be a pushback against all of this. Um, ooh, yeah, what uh, you will see five years from now is closing down sale above Abercrombie and Fitch because it'll go, it's ruined yeah. it as an aspirational brand. It's like Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret is tanking now after they did, you know, they had all the, the fat Here's lingerie. The Here's the thing. You can't be like, oh, you want to protect the environment and then be pro that much body positivity yeah because you are then using up more resources to make their clothes <laughs> and also you are cutting down more forests more cotton fields more whatever to make more oil more destruction more to make oil to transport that person yeah. anywhere yeah. like if you think a, a car like the to accelerate to 60 miles an hour you're going to need a lot more energy more megapixels to take her picture and it's going to take up more more of everything more yeah resources. these are all valid points yeah um, so, she's going to breathe out more carbon dioxide She's going to do nastier, bigger farts. That's yeah. methane. That's a greenhouse gas. Yeah, but also that having someone that big, like let's say a person, a young, because we all know um, younger people are easily influenced. Someone says, I want to be a model. That now becomes an option for them. Yeah. And then that's more strain on the NHS. <laughs> so we we got to be realistic about like diversity and yeah. all these different things. You don't just have diversity <coughs> for diversity's sake. Yeah. What will that do to the NHS when everyone's like, oh shit, I don't have no talent, but I, I can eat mm. and I can get big Yeah. to get myself on. I feel like there's an attack on me now. On a, <laughs> no, 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 on a, on a billboard or something. We got to be realistic and 
being that size does come with health consequences. Yeah. Whether it be your joints, your heart, whatever. Mm. And yes, you can have big people that are healthy. Yeah. And you can have skinny people that are unhealth unhealthy. So somewhere in the middle, just, you know, be I, wary of that. I blame men. I blame men, especially drunk men, because they will, like, <laughs> literally, they'll get so desperate they'll fuck anything. They will literally fuck, like, Yeah, but I don't think tree, that's drunk, just drunk men. Or a cat. Men. So, yeah, this is men's fault. This is men's fault. Men's fault. Men, if men fucking had standards, if men had standards and held themselves to those standards, mm. you wouldn't get this degeneracy amongst women. Degeneracy. We don't want it. <laughs> Eat the book. I don't know, but some there are there's something to be enjoyed about the larger body, though. I will say that there is something like when you thrust and you see all of it rippling. Yeah, you feel like you're doing damage. Yeah, no, it's not. It's, <laughs> not, not when it's you rippling. <laughs> but not like if you're hitting it from the back and you're seeing the rolls go up the side. I am the god of the ocean. Yeah, yeah. I am Neptune. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> feel like little hamsters surfing oh, yeah. up her back on the waves. Oh yeah, and then you can put the dick anywhere. And as a Chris Ross said, there's a crease everywhere. You can put the dick in her kneecap. Oh, is that a niche of porn? Do you think? Yeah, know. everything's Fold a fucking. niche. Yeah, no, but there's, there's, there's that thing where you pay it. big women to sit on you and suffocate you. Uh, yeah. What's that called? There's Amazonian, the, the Amazonian thing. They, even with like women, you see, you get like big muscly women and also fat women and stuff. But um, And there's fat girls and feeders. So yeah. guys, they're all these little skinny guys yeah. and they'll feed. But that's, what, that's what I like sometimes. I'm a, a skinny guy, I like big women suffocating me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like being trapped sometimes, you know what I mean? I like that. Yeah. Well, apparently um, it's the it's the reason all these like high-powered people like judges and CEOs, they want a dominatrix yeah. who like dominates them, like hurts them and all the rest of it. It's like, like that Jimmy Burgell with Big Linda. Big I mean, Linda, tattoo signed Big Linda. <laughs> but yeah, he slept with Big Linda, and his arm was trapped under. He <laughs> felt that he was in that movie 127 hours. <laughs> 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 oh shit! But now nah, some men do love that the the fact of <coughs> well, you know yeah, like that, some women like a bigger man, so they feel dominated. Yeah, and, and the reverse is true. And as the well. the reason all these CEOs and stuff like being um you know dominated or whatever, you get it with women as well, like you know power women like usually like being submissive in the bedroom yeah. and uh, it's because you know if you've got power in every aspect of your life you've got to be so in control in so many aspects of your life you want that time where you can just like switch that off and uh, and reverse it yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a release I guess yeah there's right. um there's a this Drew Barrymore thing that was wild. oh do you see this <laughs> yeah make it make it big oh that's what she said. <laughs> this is Drew Barrymore, who's in E.T. I can't believe I saw E.T. when I was a fucking kid. How come Drew Barrymore's like old now? And I'm still 27. <laughs> the fuck? But yeah, this is Drew Barrymore in the rain, just having a nice time. <laughs> She's leaving my house. You, you can already tell this person is, is not happy. Yeah. You and I both know that you are capable of enjoying the rain and frolicking freely without filming it and then posting it to TikTok. Now, you've just co-signed, okay? You've just co-signed at least 3 million 8.5 by 11 front and back people who just go out of their way 
to disrespect and dismiss the boundaries that black creators have set. And now you're one of those people. So I guess my question would be, why? Why, why is it so important to all of you to treat us like we don't matter? Wait, what? So what uh, is she talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what the? <laughs> and here we are for and black correspondent. correspondent. <laughs> what are your views? Uh, answer for this, please. <laughs> well, that, to me, that's just pure insanity, mate. Pure insanity. This is... Um, Wokeness, uh, identity, politics, race theory gone mad. I still don't really understand what, what the problem is. Yeah, like, so, uh, apparently... Black creators in the rain? Apparently, there's uh, black creators on TikTok created a trend of in, enjoying the rain, I think, is her claim. So, seeing a white person doing that... Was this in, like, Sahara Africa? Or I, I don't know. I don't know. But... Yeah. This is this is what happens when society has made too much progress and people got too much free time on their hands. Yeah, they, they can't the claim. Start, yeah, they, the they start, can't claim the rain. Like if any if any country can claim the rain, it's fucking Scotland. It's Manchester. Yeah, Manchester, Scotland, places like that. So much rain. We don't enjoy it so much, but they yeah they have they got too much time on their hands, <clears throat> and they're inventing their own problems and struggles. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Who's this person though? I don't know. Some TikTok creator, some I guess. Some TikTok creator. She did a follow-up uh, thing about, you know, trying and to she justify. Doubled she, yeah. doubled yeah. Yeah. Oh, she doubled down. She doubled down. They always double. They never never like, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm a, I'm mental. You're right. I am mental. <laughs> <laughs> They're always like, no, what you, you don't understand. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, it's mad. It's mad that everything is, 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 a, is a race issue, it seems, these days. Yeah. People are looking for, man, you know what? Where I saw it. Uh, with the Edinburgh Fringe, so with the nominations, because I think there was only one um, show nominated for best show by a, a black comedian. Emmanuel Sonobi was a newcomer, wasn't he? Yeah, did it, uh, he was nominated for newcomer. I don't yeah. think he won. Um, but so yeah. was Vittorio. So Vittorio won. V no, Vittorio was nominated. Oh, Vittorio, Vittorio was nominated. Yeah. I, I still think he was better when he was editing our videos. Yeah. That was his best work. Yeah. <laughs> that, he peaks. Yeah, <laughs> he peaked at free speech. <laughs> He's gonna regret this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably in a hotel room right now, just ruining, yeah, yeah. ruining like leaving free speech, mm. stopping editing our videos. But we got we got a better editor now, and th this means that Sam, our, our editor now, is probably gonna go on and win an Oscar <laughs> and get a Lambo eventually. <laughs> yeah, this is the, this is this is springboard we we provide for young creatives. Um, but yeah, this, uh, so like, the, you know, Saima, the last you called me racist. Uh, She's like, blocked me for some reason. Saima, fair to yeah, because you do this podcast with me. She's probably blocked Nico as well. What, oh, is, she's, does just, she listen to the podcast? Ah, oh, she's an absolute fucking toxic cunt, but... Um, anyway, she like she's just she's constantly finding stuff to like you know moan about. Uh, you know, along with there, there's a bunch a bunch of even like man, there's there's people like there's comedians moaning about uh, being held back for their color that have done done like uh, got way more chances than. Uh, so what happened? What what kicked off? Anyway, so, so Saima Saima was tweeting saying, "Oh my god, everything's so fucking white." Blah blah blah. Where is it? It's in uh, it's in my Allah Akbar group. Uh, where is it? Um, How do you spell? What, maybe do you reckon she follows through speech? 
here we go. So this is Saima, Saima Ferdows. It's pretty incredible how Edinburgh Fringe inspires me to quit comedy every year. Truly remarkable. The inequalities and lack of accessibility in terms of race, disability and class this year has been wild. Truly well done, Ed Fringe Comedy Awards. All the venues and reviewers. Clap emoji, clap emoji. Special shout out to Gilded Balloon for booking a transphobic show and to then book it at the same venue and time as a trans woman's show. Truly remarkable, the lack of care shown. Oh, fuck off, you fucking twat. Jesus Christ. Like, you're you're supposed to... She works in comedy. She's, like, uh, a producer. She produced this shit show on Netflix called Sex Unzip. That was so shit, even The Guardian. Even The Guardian couldn't give it give it any stars. Uh, and it, it was about... It's basically sort of baiting... Uh, using Muppets to bait children into finding out about um, sex and stuff. So it's basically pro-pedophile. And... Um, yeah, like all all this stuff she uh, all this stuff she bangs on about. Man, there's like as if comedy, as if comedy's like the sort of most like inequ- like the most sort of doesn't allow minorities and different people in. Like comedy is like where they people like that thrive. Thrive, yeah. You need to be. You need. I'm going to see different. two goats next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's even a clip. I saw the Chortle Fast Fringe, and there's a there's a, a trans comedian, and so they have like you know a few comedians on this show. So a trans comedian comes on, and she has to like acknowledge that there's already been another trans comedian on the show. It's like if you're so held back, how come you're like there's you're on. Like there's more than one of you on yeah. that show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you see the uh, image of Wait, did Charlie? Get in touch with you, Charlie. Who? How come? Because uh, Chappelle and Chris are doing a show together. Do you want to get the in guy touch that with him? Normally, he gives gives us tickets. I oh, know. This, like uh, this is huh? I'd Chappelle like tickets actually for that had a, a go on we... stage. <laughs> did you see this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In some American <laughs> show. They actually like they actually brought an actual go nice. on stage, uh, which is incredibly cruel. Nice. Mm-hmm. That goat would get cooked, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's but, tasty. Yeah, nah. Um, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, that should be a great show, man. Yeah, is that the Apollo? Is it the Apollo? Is um, it the Apollo? I don't know. I can't remember. I don't but know. you know who who's doing the Apollo? Jerry Sadowitz. Is after, he? After they tried to cancel him. Oh, if he meant live at the Apollo. <laughs> no, like, no, it's not doing Oh, man, that'd be, that'd that be one be people tuning in to see. Yeah. And now you get all the comedians being like, uh, oh, is there anywhere? Has anybody got anywhere I can uh, I can do 20 minutes on uh, October the 30th or whatever, the day before live at the Apollo gets filmed or whatever? And it's like, yeah, all right, you just tell us you're doing live at the Apollo. You don't need to like <laughs> try and signpost it like that. Try and subtly yeah. brag about it. A humble brag is always humble good. brag. So who's doing it? Uh, me, Nico. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, libs of TikTok. Ah, it's gone. Man, libs of TikTok finally got fucking banned off Twitter. I can't fucking believe this. Babylon B's got taken off Twitter for being like, uh, like the best satire in the fucking internet. And now libs of TikTok. You know what they got taken down for? So they were reporting on um, on like children's hospitals doing uh, doing gender transition surgery on on children. In fact, we've got we've got a clip of them uh, phoning. We've got a clip of them. No, that's so the last tweet was like three days ago. So they got banned like three days ago. But if you oh, did, so they've been suspended. Yeah. So if you go in the if you go on the um, in the WhatsApp group and click on that link. 
then it'll open up the it'll open up the thing with the conversation with the hospital. Basically, flips of TikTok have been reporting on um, on uh, children's hospitals doing like really hardcore gender transition surgery, like hysterectomies and stuff like that. And the the children's hospitals have acknowledged it. Just just pause this now and we'll listen to it in a in a sec. And um, the children's hospitals have acknowledged it, and so they're telling the truth. And libs of TikTok still get banned. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like, how can you be banned for telling the truth? But apparently there's been, hospitals are saying, oh, but, you know, all these, like, right-wing people are uh, sending us abuse and all the rest of it. It's like, yeah, because you're doing fucking hysterectomies on children. Like, don't do fucking hysterectomies on children. Obviously, people are going to be a little bit, it's like female genital mutilation. It's like, all right, you know, you've got this new ideology that says that you can do this, you know, pretty extreme surgery on children, but it doesn't mean you should be fucking destroying children's lives. All right, for maybe, like, a few of the children it's going to be the right thing that makes that makes them happy and stuff man i don't think i don't think a hysterectomy is the right fucking treatment for children feeling confused about their gender in most cases i think in most cases the right treatment is being like okay that's nice dear and just waiting and just letting them have a have bit of gender confusion bullying bullying <laughs> bullying work bullying works Bullying, honestly, bullying works. And we've eliminated bullying from our society at, at our own well, not really. detriment. Yeah, bullying's just changed. It's now just done by woke people. Yeah, it's done online. But this Thanks is... For calling National Hospital. Your call may be recorded for quality assurance. I was calling uh, for information about gender-affirming hysterectomies. Okay, so gender-affirming hysterectomy. I've been in touch with quite a few hospitals, um, and a lot of them... Well, they said they won't do it for for my 16-year-old. And then I was told that this hospital might. And I also saw it on your website. Is this just a barber? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he started off doing like gender-neutral haircuts. And it spiraled. Um, So if you guys do... Uh, do it for a 16 year old I'll, I would be happy for you know to come for a consultation or whatever it takes let me get you over to the operator and I hate to transfer you I just I just need to want to know if if you guys do service that age you know before obviously before coming you know coming all the way for an in-person consult and going through all the paperwork well, and everything. Yeah, it depends. And each department is different. Some some departments cut off for 18. How old, how old is your patient? 16. Okay. All right. So they're in the clear. I'll email the um, Dr. Call and see what we can do. Right. In the meantime, if you still want me to transfer you, I can still transfer you to surgery. Hi, I was calling um, because I'm looking for information about the gender-affirming hysterectomies that you guys offer. Am I in the right place? Um, okay. This is incredibly boring. Yeah. No, it's not. This is interesting. Um, this, this is the clinic. Did you only make an appointment? This is so a hospital admitting. Keep, keep, there's a hospital admitting I've that they do. quite a few hospitals already. Um, it seems like it's difficult to find one that does the operation um, for my 16-year-old. And I was told that you guys do do that. Um, so... If you do it for 16-year-olds, then yes, I'd love to schedule um, an appointment, a consultation, whatever you need. If, if you don't mind me asking, um, what is your child gender changing to? So I can point you to the right direction. Yeah, well, he transitioned to a male. You know, he already had the 
top surgery, um, and now we're looking for the hysterectomy. Okay, beautiful. So I'm going to transfer you to the GYN nurse line. One of the nurses will give you a call to give you more information and to let you know the steps and the protocol that they do for that, okay? Okay. So so they do so they would do it um for at the, for that age? Yes. Fuck. Okay, great. Is it a common procedure that you guys do for for that age? Yes, um we have um all different type of age groups that comes in for that. For the gender for the hysterectomy? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Just out of curiosity, do you know, like, what's the youngest age you would do it on? I'm not sure, but I have seen younger kids. And I'm not, you know, due to hip, I'm not allowed to say that, but I have seen younger kids, like, younger than your childhood age. So younger than 16. Yeah, hysterectomy surgery? Yes. Okay. Um, It sounds like a child on the phone as well. (laughs) (laughs) But man, that's that's fucked up. So that that hospital was denying that they uh, offered hysterectomies on anybody uh, under the age of eighteen. But they clearly, you know, several people uh, yeah. confirmed that they they do it on younger than sixteen year olds. So they're they're lying. We saw the Tavistock Clinic in London was shut down, and there's a lawsuit coming with you know over a thousand uh, families of, of damaged kids. Uh, right. Man, this this scandal. It's crazy. I just put a link in the group. Which pull that up. About uh, that child, the transgender child, yeah, who is now one of the most wanted models or some shit. Oh, is this Noella? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's interesting. Like, uh, so people are like, oh, much. the child, the child transitioned, the child transitioned, and uh, you know, we're just affirming its its gender. Wait till you see Noella's parents. Have they got pictures of Noella's parents in this? Because it's so that's Noella, like child model, like ten. Read, years read out the head in, much. Read Sorry. out the head in. Meet the world's youngest transgender model born to a mother who is now male noella became a girl age four and is now tipped to make millions of dollars on the catwalk but her biological father who raised questions has been airbrushed from her life yeah um and the mother is now with a somewhat they're both changed yeah the parents are trans they're the yeah there they are there they are so i wonder where she got the idea from i wonder where this transgender child got the idea how old is noella 10 She's ten? 10 now, but transitioned at four or something. At four? At four, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, that seems... And is making millions, apparently, on the catwalk. Well, yeah. you know what? Good business decision. Happy days. You, you considered uh, con- convincing any of your kids to transition to well, make yeah, money? I think Would you do that much? For millions? Yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd transition your kids. No, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, look, it's not millions. It's what your kid feels, and if your kid honestly feels like that, then you know, no, you, would you let's make some money. Your, <laughs> would you let your kid transition I, from from four or five, six? No. <laughs> ah, you bigot. No, you bigot. Yeah. Fine. Why aren't you letting your child live? It's from life. four, five, six. I think it's too young, personally. Yeah, yeah. it is. Because yeah, you know what, kids fuck unless it's a girl. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind a, ne- a second son. Yeah, yeah, no, no, like yeah, obviously. I mean, it's it's a it's a tough one. You, you only you know your kid. Do you know what I mean? So but, like, but yeah. you're, you're, they're they not saying that though. These people are saying that only your kid knows themselves. Yeah, yeah. But it's probably and giving the, the, too that, much power to the kid. 
But man, children have got you know malleable minds and yeah. stuff, and it's like if you're introducing these ideas in a kid's heads, mm. they're gonna be. I mean, man, that kid's got fucking like his mom's transgender. Obviously, Obviously the fucking the mom's gonna, been like, yeah. oh yeah, do you, do you feel different? Oh, maybe you're, oh, blah blah blah. And then before you know it, the fucking kid's getting a you know whatever. We pl we plant all of these crazy ideas in our kids' heads, and it's like you know you know what it reminds me of. You know how like you get you obviously get um, you know people from different religions like Christian, Muslim, whatever. Usually, a Jewish kid will have Jewish parents, yeah. or maybe Jews are a bad example because that's sort of like a, a race as well as a religion. But you know, a Muslim Christian kid, Muslim or, kid, yeah. Muslim parents, yeah, Christian yeah. kid, Christian parents. Transgender kid, transgender parents. You know what I mean? It's all well, even with sports. Your dad plays football. You're more likely to play football. Yeah, you support Manchester United. Yeah. Unfortunately, awesome. you support Manchester. United. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, yeah. You, you you do kind of uh, live your life a bit through your kid, whether you like it or not. That you you do uh, put on to your kid what your your interests, your are. beliefs, your yeah. values, stuff you, like that. You yeah. you want to sort of vicarious transitions. Yeah. Mm. Living vicariously through your kids, where, whether it be through football or uh, hysterectomies. Yeah. And kids, I mean, I think kids have got their own personalities and stuff. And um, yeah, man, just let, like, kids, kids say all kinds of shit. And obviously, you know, the whole of your life is confusing. And, you know, being a, being a man doesn't mean, like, you know, it's so fucking stupid. Obviously, David Bowie. If David Bowie was around now, people would be like, oh my God, you've got to transition because look, you're wearing makeup and you know, yeah. you're wearing glittery clothes. Oh, oh, yeah, all them guys, Michael Jackson, Prince, yeah. all of them would <laughs> yeah. have to transition. Motley Crue. Yeah, yeah. There wouldn't be a single male, single man <laughs> doing heavy metal left. Yeah. Everybody would be transitioned. All of them rockers with eyeliner and shit. Yeah. Man, I saw Iron Maiden uh, left for a while, but it must be like 10 years ago. I saw him at this festival in, in Budapest. And uh, they're all like fat, like spandex, long hair and stuff. But there was this, the bass player or somebody had his foot up in the fucking, uh, the speaker. <coughs> and uh, wearing spandex, sparkly spandex trousers, but with a big fucking Bit gut hanging yeah. over them. <laughs> this is me at festival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's me now, actually. I probably yeah. shouldn't laugh. Well, look, I mean, uh, it's, we all get fat. It's, uh, it's growing, growing, growing old gracefully. Yeah, uh, and it's a bit weird how people. I don't. I don't know. I think it looks better to to be kind of uh, to be naturally old rather than this kind of like fake. Do you know what I mean? I want to look fake. Old. You want to look fake. Yeah. You want to get like lip fillers and face facelifts are the one that fuck you, man. They. Not, I've never really seen them look the go well. Yeah. The problem is that the people they get a younger face or a face that isn't moving but then you can see the neck sagging yeah they got that chain, turkey neck or you look at their elbows so there's certain places that you can't really rejuvenate or make look younger that's but the problem it's kind of like it's just you know they you go too young yeah do you know what i mean but it's like that bill bird joke do you want to look like a 85 year old who's 85 or do you want to look like an 85 year old who looks like a fucking lizard you know what I mean? like <laughs> yeah. that's that's the option donatella versace yeah that was, hell. that was jesus she looks like some sort of baddie out of a science fiction she looks film. like a burns victim yeah 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 jesus you know who she looks like f murray abraham from <laughs> who's that f murray abraham Who's that uh, random? Ca Carrot Top is madness. F. Murray Abraham's an Oscar. He was uh, an Amadeus. He played Sally. So is that Sally Carrot Eri. Top there? Carrot Top is insane, mate. No. Like, get like get a picture. Top. Pull up Carrot oh, Top. Oh, yeah, Carrot Top and crazy. Like, he did steroids and everything. Get a picture of F. Murray Abraham up and see see if it looks like Donatella Versace. 
F. Murray Abraham. Abraham. Famous guy. Oscar winner. Great actor. Amadeus. Amazing film. Yeah. He <laughs> 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 looks like Donatello Versace. Well, it was Can, worth it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Before and after. And you see, like with men, actually, I might go back to Turkey, get my hair transplant done again. Because the thing is, you're <laughs> oh, supposed to. Oh, that why you're so on it. Like, you're like, no, no, well, no. Well, the thing is. Yeah, pull a carrot up. The thing is, man, you're supposed to, like, put minoxidil or whatever it is, Rogaine, the Joe Rogaine show. Fucking hell. He looks like Chucky. Jesus that Christ. He mad. looks like uh, Mick Hucknell if Mick Hucknell was a woman. Mm, like a, a female power. how smooth the forehead is. That's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. That and he crazy. carrot top made loads of money. He was doing like a Las Vegas residency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it's shit, all he does is like get props out props of a fucking. Up, yeah. If you saw that at the fringe, you'd think this is just some some open mic nonsense. He gets props out of a box, and he's all like, "Oh, this is." Oh, oh, oh. Well, it can't be that shit, surely. That's pretty. I've watched. I mean, fair, fair enough. That's that type of comedy. Okay, sure pun man. For that guy. <laughs> 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 all right. <laughs> Got me. Oh. oh, that is that's that a fatality. Was, yeah. yeah, finish him. I'm now gonna have to go and live in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> and if you were carrot top, you pull out a giant sea. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember watching um, Darren Walsh at a gig in Brixton. <laughs> and the black guys in there could not understand what was going on. <laughs> they, they literally like we had some like proper gang, some black gangsters from Brixton watching. And they went into the puns. Darren and they could not understand the puns and what was going on. <laughs> and he starts clucking a tune. <laughs> he had a chicken suit. <laughs> <laughs> and these gangsters were like puzzled, mate. These were like looking yeah. at each other, like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah, he used to he used to do that. Um, He'd cluck, uh, cluck the theme tune to Jurassic Park for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Bah, 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 bah. And oh, then um, he'd have a, he'd have a, uh, a, he'd cluck and he'd meow and uh, he'd be like, "Is she chicken meow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is she chicken meow?" <laughs> yeah. Wow. I did a show. I did a show with him. Two hander, improvised puns. Mm -hmm. It's good, good fun. Yeah. Who, who, who has the most pun championships? You or him? We got one each. One each. Nice. Yeah. But Darren, uh, Darren won the first ever one, and he came back the next year, and he, he looked like he was going to win it the second year, and I beat him. Is, is, and you're proud. I seized his title. <laughs> oh man, we went we went rogue in the in the final. Oh it really? Was, it was electric. Uh, we're just going like uh, we're improv because we did that show we're improvising. So you're supposed to just have like three puns each or some. But we were just like we went. It was like eight mile, but with, <laughs> <laughs> with autistic men. Uh, it's like when, you know when they have DJs doing back to back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, a pun clash. Yeah, the pun for pun champion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the pun for pun champion. <laughs> oh, man, oh, that was gonna be hilarious. Is there video evidence of this? Yeah, it must be somewhere. Oh man, that'd be hilarious. Is this the first ever one or the second? second? That was the second. They should turn one. that into like a spoof documentary. <laughs> oh, like like sort of like eight miles type stuff. Yeah. Should we watch some of the so you guys 2022 training. ones? Oh, is this the pun championship? This is two, this is this year's. Oh, they do it a boxing ring. Oh man, this is sad. Oh man, you know the saddest thing. Yeah, Tony. 
Tony Cowards. Oh, this is just an advert. We're not going to see any puns. But the saddest thing on uh, when I did it uh, with Darren, and I, I, I think it was the year I won. It was maybe the year after that Masai won. But um, Masai just won Joker uh, yeah, the Fringe, won by the, the Fringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Masai is great. Actually, Masai might have won UK Pun Champion twice. But anyway, man, fucking Tony Cowards. Because you know Tony Cowards just does puns anyway. Yeah. He turned up dressed as a nun. And it was just the most... Demu- like, it felt personally demeaning. All right, I dress as pun man. Darren dresses as a chicken suit, but there was just some. We had none about. of it. <laughs> All right, Mochi. It's a bad habit. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Jesus. It wasn't, it wasn't very conventional. <laughs> it was a cloister fuck. <laughs> yeah. uh, what other puns can we do? What for? You've got to make the monaster of it. What? <laughs> What? You were quite priest with that one. (laughs) 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 This looks good, man. This is uh, the promo. Yeah, yeah. Well, (laughs) that's a a valid point. Oh, yeah. Rob Thomas won it one year. He's on the right. He's a nice guy. Only one will be crowned the UK Pond Frizz Frizzle. Frizzle, Frizz Frizzle, man, I got to tell you, Frizz Frizzle got done for, um, he was nicking stuff out of green rooms. Oh, yeah. He that was it. Got done for that that was in our rooms. podcast, like, 20 episodes. But, <laughs> but this guy, this is from 2022. Isn't that the so guy? So he's the... still about? Yeah, he's still about. He's okay. still performing. Mm. Everybody seems to have forgotten. Just, yeah, just make sure your phone's in your pocket. <laughs> Take it on stage with you. I can't believe there was a crowd there. That, it's that, not I a crowd. Can't. Look at that. Oh, man. It, That's it, a lot of people. I can't believe that. No, nah, man. When I did it. To that. Do you reckon they've done this just before a boxing match? And they're just kind of just <laughs> right, right. Like confused yeah. boxing fans. I don't think the Venn diagram intersects. Yeah, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, when I did it, it was a handsome hall in Le- Leicester. It was big, big event. Jeez, it's good fun. Two contestants for round one. But before we do that, That's Jason, uh, we need to Jason have Burn, Louis to run around for round one. Louis, this is going to be round one. So here he comes. Give him a round of applause. Well, I was tasked with repairing a train. Unfortunately, it seems that a bit off more than I could. Choo choo! I can't watch any more of that. <laughs> that's uh, it. That's it. I hope that takes. I hope we get taken down off YouTube for that. <laughs> how could you watch that and then? You know how is there this much money in puns? Who is paying for this? People have bought tickets. That is a big what, production. What's, what's, what's the, what's the prize money? What's the prize money? Oh man, I don't think I won anything. You should check it. Oh, out. maybe I did, did. I win some? No, I think I just got a trophy. I got a chicken and a trophy or something. Mm. What an actual chicken? A rubber chicken. A rubber chicken. A rubber chicken. But there, like, there must be some. It's part of the Leicester Comedy Festival. I don't think I got any money. I can't remember. That's awful. That's exploitation in the industry. Yeah. Well, well, did you did you enjoy? Did you see anything decent up in Edinburgh when you were up there? I yeah. didn't really go and watch anything. I had too many shows to do, so uh, I was on the Trigonometry show. But I went. I was on Hating Live. That was fun. Yeah. Um, and I did spots and other shows. But it, man, it felt it felt really dead. They've announced uh, apparently ticket sales are down twenty five percent on two thousand nineteen. But uh, some promoters are saying it's actually closer to thirty five percent. I think um, one of the big promoters, Mick uh, Mick Perrin, uh, they're they're not gonna they're talking about not even doing Edinburgh again because they lost. Um, you know, they're not making the money that they would they would have lost because obviously you know it's quite a marginal industry. And then if you you know. 
the fucking income goes yeah. down like you're a third then that's like that's a huge whack off it it's, it's kind of interesting because i've i've heard lots of good stories from 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 the fringe but i think yeah, it's people lying lying on social maybe. media no but good. also i think it's 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 kind of more the free fringe people who go to places like monkey barrel yeah. or, or pbh or, or oh, monkey barrel had an amazing great amazing lineup fringe. yeah great yeah. lineups they got so many nominations so many other comedians were nominated mm. and the free fringe is is great i mean darius would have made really good money um for like w once a year he makes good money yeah at the at the at the fringe um because does the free fringe so you know runs hating live gets some money for that runs his own show gets gets some money for that and you can work up your material for a really good show mm. but um i think yeah the old fringe fringe model is, is dying also the smp the smp are killing the fringe the i think it's a deliberate is this with thing the strip clubs shutting down uh, strip clubs are shut, shut down. They're killing all all sorts of entertainment because they're they're an autocratic. Uh, it's like North Korea. There's no strip clubs in North Korea. No comedy clubs either. So the SNP don't want the fringe because it's English. It's Eng English people coming up to Edinburgh, which is the most English place in Scotland. I thought it was sixty percent Scottish people there, though. Yeah, but the comedians. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. so many of the performers are English. So the whole place just turns into like posh posh part of England yeah and um, so they don't want it so what the S&P have done is they've restricted the amount of accommodation by loads so you know they, you just you don't have the volume of audiences going going to Edinburgh um, they made how did it, they restrict the accommodation so they changed the rules so it used to be that student accommodation could be could be rented out during August by, by student landlords and they'd just go home or you know oh, have the summer yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. Uh, and that, that would subsidise, you know, students were happy because it subsidised their money. Landlords were happy because they got extra money. And, you know, the fringe was happy because they had, uh, you know, lots of accommodation for performers and for uh, audience. And so the SNP stopped that. So that immediately takes out loads and loads and loads of, of accommodation. But they're restricting it further. Uh, so if you want to have an Airbnb in Edinburgh next year, uh, you're going to have to apply for planning permission just to, like, let out a room in an Airbnb. And there's probably going to be, you know, taxes on it and stuff. So the S&P are just trying to stifle it because they, they don't want creative expression because creative expression is dangerous to governments, mm. uh, especially like autocratic ones like the S&P. And also they don't want it because it's, it's English. The S&P are killing the fringe deliberately. Okay, well, this is going to definitely take us the off. The pedophile <laughs> as a human being, an autoethnography for the recognition of a marginalized sexual orientation. What the fuck? Finally. Res Researcher admits to being a pedophile. <laughs> wow. What were the first clues he was a pedophile? Well, he admitted it. Uh, researcher admits to being a pedophile in a bizarre academic, academic paper where he urges society to be more tolerant to people attracted to children. Yeah, obviously a pedophile is going to say that. Yeah. Society should stop stigmatizing pedophiles, an, ac uh, an academic has argued in a paper. Uh, the unnamed researcher... <laughs> Detailed their experience uh, of being attracted to minors. It follows controversy on a paper detailing masturbating to drawings of children. A researcher... Well, look, if you don't do anything about it, that's fine. Because mm. like, that's that's the, that's the what you you got to ask, really, surely, isn't it? I mean, it's definitely better than it's doing wrong. something. But it's yeah, wrong, it's... but it's kind of like... You know, if you think about murdering someone, but you don't do it, that's fine. Yeah, but I just think if somebody's uh, attracted to children, then, the you know, there's a chance at some point they're going to do it but if if someone's in up like really wants to kill someone doesn't mean there's also a chance they're going to do it but if yeah they don't then they're fine uh no i think if they if they conspire or they plot to kill someone then they're like yeah but i think yeah yeah but it's kind of if you plot to because to... 
because what if like, you fantasize about murdering someone and never murder someone you're not guilty of because in law there's uh men's ria and men and men, chris, yeah, yeah. chris ria or whatever i can't remember what it, <laughs> men's culpa so in law there's uh there's, there's the, the intent the thought, yeah, the yeah. thought and the intent oh, okay. and there's also the, the act um and so yeah i think the intent although i guess it's not like intent intent maybe there, there's a third thing where you sort of you want to do it but you're not planning to do it mm. which uh what this nonce is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it goes it's, it's, it's quite graphic um he's, he's sort of like he talks about when he was first attracted to children when he was 17 living in belgium jesus yeah well they've got incredibly attractive children there or something maybe i don't know oh what the fuck what oh what the fuck during gym classes yeah yeah yeah. that's that's the bit i was at oh jesus christ uh no because somebody will clip it out and um well we just won't have you on it (laughs) i'll do a different voice so like during gym class I enjoy doing gym classes. Uh, my name's Gary David. Doing gym classes. <laughs> I enjoy the smooth calves of the second year boys. Jesus. That, yeah, that's fucked up. Um, Bit when, weird. Yeah, when he was 19, he joined a summer youth club and began to develop a relationship with young boys. Uh, well, then. Uh, nah. Nah. Yeah, that's too far, mate. Uh, nah. Brave of him to sort of come out. Mm. Or stupid. Yeah, but he's only doing it because now we live in a society where sort of paedophilia is getting normalised, and all the sort of you know children are being treated as adults. Oh, you can consent to a hysterectomy at age mm. like fourteen or whatever. It's like, man, there's it's it's a bit bonkers. It's bonkers. A little bit bonkers. It's a big bit bonkers. It's a big bit bonkers. There's also um, the paedophile <coughs> hunter in America. Uh, caught this uh, trans transpedo and the police let the transpedo go. Uh, there's a video of it. I po- let posted a video. my pedo go. Where did you post it? Posted it in the WhatsApp. In the WhatsApp, there's um, if you go up. So yeah, uh, uh, I say I say. Well, I see what it says. More on the pedo hunter. See that message. Oh, you posted quite a bit. Yeah, um, but there's the full video, but it's kind of boring. Um, here's the pedo hunter or more more. Do you want the more on one? Um, here's the pedo hunter is the full video of the pedo hunter hunting the pedo good here stalking the pedo. Yep. so basically this right, we'll so this home. this pedo had so um, been talking with what uh, he or she thought was uh, a nine-year-old child mm-hmm. uh, and the nine-year-old child so and uh, the pedo hunter expressed an interest in also abusing a one-year-old Oof. Uh, to the nine-year-old you know so that's you know that's like it's like a sort of inception level pedo. So this is this is them being confronted. And the police turn up. I, I understand you're caught. I understand the nervousness with cameras in your face, okay? I just want you to leave me alone. Well, look. When when stuff is said like when stuff is said the one year old well, woman how to get touched. It's um a trans yes. woman. Yes, it's a real woman. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. The one year old can do things that need to be addressed. Jeez. And we also have you sending child to little kids. Leave me alone. Well, if you if you want to call anybody, that's on you, okay? But all I want to do is have a conversation. Have you seen the ones where they they make, there's some pedo hunters where they they go, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything if you if you call your mum up and tell her. Really? Yeah, and they get them to call 
their mum's up and tells them and then he reports them anyway. It's really bad bullying, but like, it's kind of like, ah. <laughs> well, they were going to find out. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of it, isn't it? But yeah, if you, so, so the police okay. turn up for this. Oh, these are some so of the printouts here. These aren't all the printouts, but I can show you this right here, which... Um, oh. And so the police just let, let them go because... The police said that the pedo hunter had misgendered because it's a it's a transgender you know woman or whatever. So they said um, the pedo hunter had misgendered, and obviously misgendering is considered a worse crime Jeez. now than oh, being a fucking nonce. That is insane. Yeah, it's the end times. Well, look, um, did you see that there was a clip posted recently on Twitter with this um, guy who had you know molested a twelve-year-old? And the dad, twelve-year-old human. Yeah, because a twelve-year-old dog—that would actually be um, like that's uh, fine. Uh, that's like a pensioner. Yeah, like molesting a pensioner. And the uh, dad shot him on the way to court. Right, oh, that's old. Yeah, yeah, that's old. And yeah. the, oh, that and, was... and he got off. In... So, like, whole times have changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when like, when was this? That was in the 70s. 70s or it's early karate. 80s. Ah, when we had common sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And everyone was saying, like, today that dad would be life behind bars. Oh, man, totally. Yeah, He'd yeah, yeah. be paying compensation to yeah. the pedophile. Yeah. Like, pedophile... It, it, his son, common sense. His son would be forced to transition for the pedophile's <laughs> yeah, pleasure. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Jeez. Oh. The following content has been identified by the YouTube community as inappropriate and offensive to some audiences. What is it? Doucette, a karate instructor, had abducted 11-year-old Joe yeah, Boucher a... several weeks earlier and taken him to California. When Jody was rescued and returned to his family, his father Gary was coping with reports that Doucette had sexually assaulted his son. We didn't know what to do. You just feel helpless. Ten days later, when the That's police it. flew Doucette back to face trial, Gary Plochet was waiting with a gun. As the suspect came through the airport, uh, I to be on my the phone. camera, raced it up uh, to get a close-up shot of him. So I got a close-up shot, and as he got parallel to me... Whoa! Gary Plochet uh, shoots and kills him. So he's in a telephone booth. Yeah. Nice. Why, Gary? I'll tell you why. Gary, why? And to this day, it stands out in my mind, the uh, shooter, Gary Ploche, says, if it had been your child, you would have done the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Today, Abram McGough is an assistant U.S. attorney and views that tape through the eyes of a federal prosecutor. I would have to say the videotape was the most ideal witness in this case. <laughs> you can actually see him take the Jesus. gun out of his boot pull it up to the shoulder level you have to set and pull the trigger oh is it a rifle i think it's just a handgun but he's lucky he's lucky he didn't get anybody else yeah yet plochet after pleading no contest to manslaughter got off with only five years probation nice nice that's justice yeah, yeah back in the day sensible justice. Yeah, yeah yeah but any jail time man if somebody abused your kid and you killed them any jail time would be the sweetest jail time no no shame in that mm. Uh, right, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're going to have to rock. Oh, yeah, up but there. just before we do, I just wanted to say, because, um, like, a friend of the pod, Lenny Sherman, he was he was in jail for, like, uh, just fun stuff, football hooliganism or whatever. Uh, but he said that the um, 
Uh, so there's pedophiles and stuff in in the prison, but they had their own floor. Yeah, they're kept completely separate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were they were so safe because in the old days, like you know, pedophiles and stuff would be like um, mm. you know beaten Gen up pop. in jail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, or get like you know boiled sugar water chucked over their head. That was that was in the days when people could afford sugar. <laughs> but like now they're kept so safe. They were shouting down taunts at the other prisoners. Because they knew they were so safe, and so fucking prison's not even punishment for them. The world is upside down now. Yeah, yeah. The world is upside down. We should get Lenny on the pod. He'd get, be great, man. Yeah, yeah. Lenny's a funny guy, man. Yeah, He's a lovely guy. Yeah, big up Lenny. Yeah, Lenny's great. L Lenny goes to well, I go to Lenny's um, martial arts class. Right. Not he's not the sensei, but yeah, <laughs> it's because of Lenny that <coughs> martial arts now. Because of Lenny that you do it. Yeah, yeah. Right. I saw on Lenny's page, I was like. I always wanted to do it, and then I saw Lenny doing it, and I was like, "Fuck, let me check out that gym." Maybe I'll so do it. How, how much gym. is it a month? Uh, I think like ninety. Right, that's all right for some martial arts gyms. How many times crazy. a week do you go? I haven't been in a while, but you're supposed to go. <laughs> That's why he's converting to Islam. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. get that yeah, discipline. Man. But you're gonna get down the mosque five times a day, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but nah, you're supposed to go like three times a week. But right. I haven't gone in a while. But yeah, nah, it's a good gym. Cool. Shout out KO Combat. Cool. All right, all right, guys. And goodbye to you. Yep. Yeah, get out and get out there and exercise, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Run on the treadmill. Yeah, make, make the use of that ninety pound a month. Are we are we going all David Goggins now? Yeah, 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 <laughs> Just yeah. like get out and exercise yeah, and uh, and don't touch kids. Who's gonna carry the boats and the logs? All right, okay. all right guys. Bye. Bye. Gang, born to fly. Believe in. Sign yourself. up to the Patreon. Sign yeah. up to the Patreon. Like, subscribe. Oh, you know what? Somebody cancelled my Patreon to sign up to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we gotta do a live one. Everybody asking for a live. Yeah, let's do it. We're we gonna, we gonna do let's one. Let's get a date. Are we gonna hand out gash bombs as you come in? <laughs> gash bombs, and then we're gonna we're gonna have a gash cannon fire yeah, in the minute of the crowd. That would be amazing. And then yeah. we're gonna burn a pair of Air Force ones. We <laughs> <laughs> have to do the gash bomb out of the Air Force ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, let's do it. Let's set a date. Let's do something October, November or something. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're interested in that, drop a comment and tell uh, tell us you want to, you know, be there. Also, we're giving away special prize from Todd Sharpville, renowned blues musician, a signed album. Yep. Signed by him. Blues is black man's music, though, so I'm not, I'm not sure about this. Yeah, that's, that's appropriation. But yet, uh, when they yeah, came, also rain. When they came, yeah. <laughs> when they came over to the UK, exactly. they, uh, you know, I guess there weren't enough black musicians. So Todd used to put together the backing bands for the big uh, blues musicians like BB King and people like that. And Muddy Waters, Muddy Waters, all all the big ones. Mm. All right, Pavarotti. <laughs> <laughs>